everybody. Welcome back to Pink Salt. A huge thank you to all of you who tuned in last week for Shaney Silver's episode and a huge thank you to Shaney for coming on. I hope all of you had a spicy, chocolatey Valentine's Day filled with flowers and bubble baths. Single and coupled alike, I hope all of you had a great time. And speaking of great times, today's episode is going to add some joy to your Monday. We have Julian Irons on, and we are talking about our natural hair journeys. And while there are obviously some references to black people hair and white people hair a lot in this episode, I do want to recognize here that we all have our own hair journeys. Whether you have had a bad haircut at a salon or the color didn't turn out right or you're losing your hair, it doesn't matter what texture your hair is to have those feelings about it. And so while we are specifically talking about textured natural hair, I do want to say that I think that it is relatable and it's actually sparked a lot of ideas for some people to come on moving forward. I think that this is such an important topic in terms of the way that we relate to the world and I'm really excited for you guys to listen to how much fun we have together. It's been a joy to listen back while I've been editing this. Um and remembering how much fun we had talking about this. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy it. I do want to say the sound is not great on her, like on her end, it sounds really good, but it, the volume is low, which is my fault. Um, and while there's probably a way to fix that, I don't know it. And it's listenable. So I hope you guys have fun listening to it because there's a lot that we say. We are getting into hair charts and porosity and sectioning and all the products that we use and want to use. And it's a lot of fun. So enjoy. I hope you enjoyed as much as I did. Thank you, Julian. And here's the episode. Talent is cheaper than table salt. What separates the talented individual from the successful one is a lot of hard work. Upon learning this quote, table salt became my symbolic reminder to keep up the hard work. This developed into pink salt, the hard work that goes into successful relationships. The idea for this podcast was born of my innate curiosity about intimacy and relationships, and I wanted to include the spectrum of relationships intimate, but also familial, professional, even individual relationships to finances, food, faith, you name it. The relationships that take up space in our lives are endless, yet many of us feel societally imposed taboo when those relationships get difficult and maybe need some elbow grease. Pink Salt reminds us to have grace for the people and things around us when things don't go as easily as we pictured. I'm your host, Jacqueline Chantel. Let's get to work. Listen, subscribe, and leave a review. What you are saying is golden, and it's the perfect segue into our conversation today. So keep going. First pick. So uh, 
yeah. So we were talking about how, like, as black women, especially in L.A., we often feel like the second or third pick. We don't often feel like the first pick. And it doesn't matter what the nationality of the guy is. We often feel like we're not chosen first. So, like, mm-hmm. I went on a date with a guy yesterday. Mm-hmm. And... Um, <laughs> And like, like, you know, he was like really cute and we were getting along and it was fun. And like, I felt like the first pick for the first time in a really long time. It was very overwhelming in a lot of ways because I'm just not used to that feeling of like, yeah. ooh, you're, I'm choosing you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. ooh, you're really beautiful and I love your hair. And like, I was like, you love my hair? <laughs> <laughs> Because like, people will say that. People will say, yeah. like, oh, your hair is so beautiful. But it's because it's like, it, it almost feels like it's in an, in, in an, an as an, a, an other. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like, yeah. it's beautiful. It's exotic. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like, like a an, fetish kind of a like thing. Like a fetish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so now that you, you schooled me on that gel that you use. Extreme <laughs> <stream>, girl. <laughs> yes. That oh, extreme that, wet. That, ex- that extreme wet comes through. <laughs> Um, it's yeah. funny that that happened to you yesterday. Cause at work yesterday, there were two people, both men, mm-hmm. both white who commented on my hair and granted yesterday, I had this like open call audition where I was like, I did Shakespeare and I did my hair up. It was fly, yes. but two people commented on it. And I was like, okay, but it <laughs> wasn't in the fetish way. Like it really yeah. felt genuine. And there was one guy and strangely both of them were with their women they were like your hair looks really nice and I was like thank you because some people will be like I like your hair yeah yeah and I'm but like for them to just say your hair is so nice like your hair looks really nice today and I was like well you haven't seen me any other day but thank you thank you sometimes, sometimes my hair is a hot man I mean look I, I get up sometimes I take off my, my headscarf and I'm like damn yes uh let's talk about the headscarf though because yes. the headscarf is so unsexy but there are some people on Instagram who be making it look sexy though right yeah I feel like it's just all how you wear it yeah because like sometimes I look mad busted with my headscarf <laughs> on like real busted but then like I look at my face I wake like, up it's like covering right? one of my eyes <laughs> But it's like such a necessary part of our it is. ritual. Like I it don't is. I cannot I can't first of all, I don't like hair in my face, but then also with like the products that we yes, use that get in I your skin. Want, right. Yeah. Like I don't want that on my on my face. So like, yeah. And also to protect my hair, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean the scarf is such a necessary it part is. of my 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 hair ritual. Do you have and satin that, pillows? I don't because satin pillows breaks my skin out. Oh, yeah. I feel like you told me that once yeah. before. Yeah. So I have to wear a, a satin scarf. Yeah. I. So when we first started talking about hair, like, I don't know what. We've known each other for years, but I feel yeah. like this is a, a relative to our knowing each other, a recently blossomed relationship. Yeah. Um, but I, there was. When we talked about hair, like really for the, one of the first times, I remember I was telling you, I got my hair education on like YouTube and I get it on Instagram and I'm always like, let me try this. Okay. Those are some tips for that. Yeah. And one of the things I will never forget, which I think is the reason that I'm such like a scarf 
<laughs> like so adamant about wearing my scarf. Um, not that I, that there's ever anybody in my bed, but <laughs> yes, I heard boy, like, yes, it's only ever me that. in my bed. Gonna <laughs> right. You're going to wake up one day, got a beautiful man in your bed. Wait, uh, but there was this, there was this one Instagram post that I saw where it was like, it was talking about hair growth and like the reasons why you have hair breakage. Oh. And apparently that there are particularly, I think with like more coarse hair, like 4C hair, yeah. it's more prone to breaking. Yeah. And there are people who have like a ton of breakage in the back because you pineapple your hair at night and then yes. you have sex on your back <gasps> and then your hair like breaks. And I was like, oh no, this girl has to be wearing her scarf in missionary. <laughs> they were like, that reminds me of so many times where I've had sex with my scarf on. And like, you know, because morning sex is great, but if you have sex with your scarf off, but then you got to like be very conscious of it not coming off because you don't want to, it's like, I know I look better with my scarf on than off right now. So please, please scarf guys. Oh my like, God, let, leave let, it on. Let, let, let my scarf stay. Sometimes I'm, 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 I'm having to tie it in the middle of like, <laughs> middle of it, like retie my scarf. Oh, yeah. You're like, so let good. me get on top so I can tie it up. Just so I can get the leverage oh, yeah, to just tie like it up. Just like that, daddy. Just like that. As I'm oh, my God. That is some funny. Sh <laughs> um, that reminded me, though, there's so many different kinds of scarves. Like I have yeah. this one that has it has a lot of space in it and oh, it has yeah. a, an elastic band. Yeah. But the thing about the elastic band is that I get paranoid that it like is going to recede my hairline. Oh, I get that. They always. Yeah, have there's always something. There's always yes. Something. Wait, let me ask you a question. How many hair of scarves do you have? <clears throat> Well, I have two like bonnets. Yeah. So I have that, that one that I just said with the elastic and it's mm -hmm. very, uh, floral mm -hmm. and I look like, <laughs> like a homemade. And then, um, then I have this like plain black one that I kind of wear as a beanie sometimes. And it's oh, perfect yeah. for the airplane, yeah. but I have to wear a low bun with that one. Otherwise I look like a, like, <laughs> I <know that laughs> like I have a hat, yep. like a cap. Yep. Um, it, but I have a bunch of scarves. Like I have a, a collection of scarves, but the thing yeah. is definitely with the scarves, they will fall off. They will. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Like I have a silk, I think as my hair is a little bit, it's probably coarser than yours. I'm like four, mm -hmm. my hair is definitely coarser than yours. I'm like, I'm like a four a, um, hair texture. Mm -hmm. And, um, so like with my hair, the, if I, t like, if I tie the scarf tight enough, Mm -hmm. It won't fall off. Like my hair kind of just like grabs on and like yeah. <laughs> keeps it in place. But that always hurts the back of my neck, like that knot. Yeah. It either hurts the back of my neck or like whatever that knot is. Mm -hmm. it hurts. It, it's like a headache. It's like yeah. a headache. Yeah. So I have like a, um, there's this um, black owned uh, hair turban shop on Etsy. Yes. And you like twist it and well, then. I have those, but I just have the one that it's like a, it's just like a cap, like a, it's a mm -hmm. pre-made turban that I just like throw over my hair. Yeah. And like, you know, and it's perfect. Like it doesn't fall off or anything like that. I try to get some for my two little nieces. My sister has identical twin girls that look exactly like me. 
<laughs> we have the same hair and everything, and they have so much hair. So I try to buy those hair turbans for them. <laughs> they just they got too much hair. They, and they just lucky them. Slut, Can right? you imagine if we never relax our hair, how long and gorgissimo it would be? Right. These girls <sighs> are so funny though, because like <clears throat> Nina be like, it's like three o'clock in the morning, and like one of them is screaming, "Mommy, mommy, mommy!" And she's like, "Oh my! I feel like one of them. They're gonna die. Somebody's dead. Somebody is." <laughs> Is go I'm gonna go up those stairs and one of them is going to be dead. And, and they have like off. a little knot in their hair. No, they're the, the, <laughs> mommy, my my head scarf fell off. <laughs> uh, that's I love like, it. You, it's three o'clock. Just put it back on your head. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh the traumas, my gosh. the traumas of being a black woman. Oh. Uh, the uh, so many. There's so, so many. many like <clears throat> and I think because your your nieces are you're like your sister's black. Your her is her husband black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, they got, so they got they're little good, black girls. That good, that good black hair. Yes. They got that good black hair. I have like parts of my hair that are in the two frame, like two mm-hmm. C probably over here, but right here in the middle of it, it's like up in the four be yeah. situation yeah. like there there are all kinds of different textures in here all, but our, our black hair we have all different types of, like i know that my girls are they're like four probably four b is okay is their hair texture so it's like real thick and real coarse and like does not does not accept any sort of moisture just like my hair like it says moisture <laughs> Like just spits that shit right out. Like, yeah, I'm trying to like train them to just moisturize their hair and like, Mm -hmm. you know, teaching them, teaching them that because they're going to, that's what they're going to need. Like no matter how much moisture they put in their hair, they're always going to need to add moisture to it because our hair just doesn't retain moisture. Did you ever do the porosity test? I did, but I don't remember. I feel like you probably have high porosity, Okay, which is where the follicles like kind of stays open. Mm -hmm. So the moisture can get in, but it also can get out. So Mm -hmm. the trick there, because a lot of, a a, a lot of people say like a lot of people that I listen to or follow in in terms of like how to deal with hair, which let's get to that word deal later because it has such a negative connotation. But um, that if you wash your hair in cold water which is tremendously traumatic for me it is much better for your hair um but for high porosity hair if you uh get all the moisture in when it's hot like if you have like a beanie over it um when you're doing like your deep conditioner or something to keep in the heat then the follicles stay open and the heat of the moisture gets in and then you seal it with the cold wash and gel Mm -hmm. so then it like dries a little bit faster yeah yeah so much sense Mm -hmm. as to why like because i've never really used gel i I mean that's not true i have used gel but it has not worked as much as extreme (laughs) (laughs) let's get a sponsorship right let's get one um but i it's so interesting you say that because i've been trying for years to like like be able to style my hair in a way that it doesn't frizz out because mm-hmm. my hair is constantly just like poof, right no matter mm-hmm. what I use in it and this is the first time um using that gel that my hair just stays 
in yeah. place. Like it stays in its natural curl pattern and it doesn't puff out. And I, I mean, when I first started using it, I was and I was shocked. Yeah, <laughs> I was me too. Me too. I remember I looked at it because I used it the first time I had a, I think I came to your place for an audition. Yeah. And I remember looking at the, the video and being like, damn, yeah. I look good. You look good. And you looked at my hair and you were like, girl, we got to talk. <laughs> I did you're not. Like, I did like, no such like, thing. Like, I did no such thing. You got your hair, girl. You brought it up. And I was like, okay, you open the door. I'm walking through. Let me tell you <laughs> about you extreme. Extreme. <laughs> extreme yeah, like, and here's the other thing pressing it in, which I just found out oh. in my last hair appointment. Sure. If you press it in, it's, I, I have, I got my haircut in November. I wash my hair like once every week or two. I have not used a comb once since what? then. And it's because she was like, shout out to Ashley Curls LA. Ashley, uh, to you, you go see Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, she presses in all of the product from oh. shampoo, conditioner, the deep conditioning, the, the gel, everything she does, she presses it in what? and it like, and like press and pull sort of a situation in your sections. And so your hair, like it never really clumps and you can nicely pull out any, any like knots that you have. And then at the end, when you're putting in the gel and you're pressing in the gel, I would imagine specifically for high porosity hair, that would be really helpful because you're kind of going with the grain yeah. of the hair. That's so interesting. And I am going to try that. Yes. And sections, wow. which I used sections, to hate yeah. so much, but Ashley was like, girl, you better be sectioning this hair. You better yeah. be washing it with cold water. You better be pressing in your product. And I was like, Ashley, fine. And it has really lightened the load, you guys. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, for me, sectioning is everything because my yeah. hair is so freaking thick. Like I, if I don't section it, I can't get through it. So mm -hmm. like quite often at night before um, just to prep it for the the my morning routine, I'll section it in like three or four different sections. And um, just sleep with it that way so that when I get in the shower, oh. it's just an easier, I don't have to, because what happens if I don't do that is that it gets, it's like a tangled mess on top of yes. my head. It's like a, a nest. Yes. And then I, it's just harder to, it's harder to, to detangle it and mm -hmm. get in there. So if I just do it ahead of time, it's so, it makes it so much easier for me to detangle and just like put all my product in and stuff in the shower. I do an onion cleanse. I know you do. So I don't sleep before because <laughs> then there would be onion all over my bed. You do onion cleanse every day? Every wash day. Yeah. Oh, every wash day. Every yeah, wash yeah. day. Oh, wait. I, be, I, I section my hair every night. Oh, every night. Dang. Because, yeah, because I can't. I mean, it's, it's so easy. It's just like boop, boop, boop. Um, but yeah, because I can't unless it's. Because the way my hair dries, it will just dry like, <laughs> like, like whatever position I put it in. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it'll, it'll, it looks crazy when I wake up in the morning. But um, yeah, so I have to section it every night and I have to wet it every day um, in order for me to like style it. That's mm -hmm. what, you know, when I, when I go to set and stuff, um, it was a, sh a Shonda show I was working on because now they tell you like, 
you know, I, I guess, you know, white people don't understand black hair. They'll tell you to go to set with your hair dry. Um, mm -hmm. But she was like, she's obviously black and um, she was taking care of my hair. She was like, show up to set every day with your hair wet so that I can style it because that's yes, girl, you can't style your hair. You, you can't style my hair dry. Like, yeah, you, just, you won't be able to do it. And so it's just easier. This was a white lady. No, no, no. She's she's oh, okay. She's sister. She's a sister. <laughs> she's like <laughs> she was great. Um. So yeah, that's just how my hair is. Like nice. You can you can do nothing with my hair once unless it's it's, it's dryness. Yeah. Right? Like you have to add moisture to it. Or else so it <clears throat> let's talk about that. So let's start with the natural hair journey. Yeah. When did you start wearing your hair natural? And actually, even before then, when did you start? Because when I first met you, what, like yeah. three, four years ago, something like that? Yeah. Um, you actually, I think more because I was living in a different apartment when I yeah, took I that class with you. Like five years ago. Yeah. So. Um, you were wearing a weave. I have, I have right? had um Rhonda. Yeah. Yeah. Is that her name? Rhonda, yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. That is so funny. Rhonda. Any friend who knows me, like who knows me from that back in that time knows if I say my girl, Rhonda, exactly what's like, like, um, <laughs> how long did, how long was Rhonda around? Rhonda was around for a minute. Like Rhonda was around for probably five, six years. Before that, were you natural? Mm -hmm. No, before that, I had tried to go natural, but didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And so like I had braids in my hair and then I took the braids out and I was like, what the fuck? Because uh, it was like it was also relaxed. When I first yes. got to L.A., my hair was relaxed. Let's start with uh, let's just start from like the little little Julian, little Julian. OK, so and I give me the cliff notes up until the recent change to natural. Got it. So I grew up with three sisters. We all have different hair textures, all curly, wild. I'm probably at the coarsest of all of my sisters, but still all of our hair is like big and curly and wild. And so my mom was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. And so she just <laughs> slapped a relaxer in our hair. And um, or at first, I guess we got hot comb. Is your mom black or white? My mom is Jamaican. She's black. Okay. But she was like, she she would always be like, I always wish, I always wish me had boys because me don't have to do hair. <laughs> and so like, so yeah, so she would like do the hot comb first, and then once we got older, she would um, she relaxed her hair, uh, just for me. Yes. Body and style. I look this totally online. Just oh my for God. me. <laughs> 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 so we like, so do that. And then when I went to college, my hair was still relaxed, um, moved to California, still relaxed. But I was like, I'm kind of don't want to relax it anymore, but I don't know what to do. And so like, did you ever do a keratin? Oh, I did do a keratin. I had some, um, I think she was Japanese lady did a keratin treatment on my hair. And then my, th okay. I'm so glad you said that because I was like, what, what, what happened? It's my hair started falling out. With the keratin? Yeah, it was beautiful uh, for a minute. It was gorgeous for a minute. I was wearing my wow. curls. It was nice. But then it started falling out. Dang. And so, like, I honestly think it's because it was a combination of, like, I still had relaxer on my hair and the keratin. Yeah, that know. makes it sense. It was, like, a whole, yeah. And so, like, I remember one day I was looking in the mirror and I was like, I fucking hate myself. And I just took a scissor and I cut, like, five inches off of my hair. And then I just put my hair in braids. So I had, like braids for a while 
and then I got a weave. But can we like back up real quick and sure. talk about how much it hurts to hear? Yeah. I hate myself. I know. Looking in the mirror and it's the hair it's that the hair. we can't manage that we don't know how to manage right and we hate like I hate myself and I I know the feeling and I'm sure that so many people know that feeling my sister had to actually check me on this because like I said my nieces look just like me we have pretty much their hair is probably a little bit coarser than mine and um and I, I remember when I was like I took my weave out for the first time because of them uh, well, it was a couple of things, but like a big part of it was like, I don't want them to like, I don't want them to grow up thinking that like their hair is bad and they have to cover it with mm-hmm. some other person's Brazilian wavy. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want that. And so I remember I was at my sister's house and I was just like looking again, another look at myself in the mirror. And I was like, I, I hate my hair. I hate it. And she looked at me and she was like, if you hate your hair, then you hate your niece's hair mm-hmm. and you can't do that. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And that was like the moment where I, because at that point I had other people, other little humans that I know had to, were going to look up to me mm-hmm. and like, look at me and my actions and take that on for themselves. And I don't want them to take on, I hate my hair. I want them to take on my hair is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so that was really the the catalyst for me to start really just embracing my hair and learning how, what my hair wants. Mm-hmm. learning how to work with it the, 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 you said earlier that idea of like dealing with your hair and, and and that is such a that's something that i i i consciously took try to like not say oh i got to deal with my hair today and and start saying things like oh i get to treat my hair today or i got to like you know i get to play with my hair today or like you know what i mean like yeah. just more encouraging words of like love and affirmation for it because it like even to this day, like I'll, I'll, I, I will have to switch because I'll wake up in the morning and I'll take my headscarf off and I'll look <laughs> at my hair and I'll be like, fuck, you're ugly. And I'm no. like, no, no, no. And so now what I consciously do is I look at myself in the eye and I say, you are beautiful. Yeah. No matter what I, and just like, I, I like, I, I have to, I have to consciously do that. So yeah, it's been, it's been such an incredible journey of like heartache and pain and ha ha ha's and you know, like, but I think the most important thing. I mean, like shout out to all the moms though, also who like didn't know what to do with our hair, Mm -hmm. regardless of the hair that they had. Cause like in my mom's case, she didn't know what to do with my hair because she didn't have that kind of hair. So she got a relaxer because that's what everybody in our community did with their kids. So There's just this like entire, you know, generation of kids and women who are coming up and having to make like put things in their hair that hurt, burn, cost, like all of these things in order to like think that they look pretty and value themselves in the same way that like society values all of these other people who don't have to do that to their hair. It's, it's wild. It's, and it's also like a trip because all of our hair textures are so vastly different. Like my Mm -hmm. sister's hair is a lot finer and, um, it's not as coarse as her daughter's hair. And so like, even just that difference is, is wild. Like how we have to, like I said, all 
all three of my sisters, all three of my sisters. Are <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jersey. Sometimes. She's from the East Coast. <laughs> from the East Coast. <laughs> um, we all have vastly different hair textures. And it's like, I can just imagine my mom being like, I, 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 I don't know what to do. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> one thing for one of us does, is not going to work for the other one. Yeah. Period. You know, so yeah, so they do that. They they slap the relaxer in it. They put the hot comb through a hair, burns our ears, and forever has us in in fear of our ears getting burned anytime a hot thing gets near it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, yeah, it's 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 hair is has it has been a very traumatic experience in so yeah. many ways. Yeah, I mean, the the other thing is like, they even in LA, it's crazy how many places there are not for you to go get your hair done. Oh my God. Shout out Ashley's curl, Ashley curls LA. Ashley's a white girl though. And Hey girl, she hey knows girl. how to work this hair though, but I oh. don't know where to go to find like, mm. okay. My 30th birthday was this past year and I went to get my hair done because I was having like this thing. And I used to also get keratin treatments and I went to the, I texted the guy who used to do my hair again, white guy, um, used to do my hair when I was, when I first moved out here and was getting keratin treatments. And I was like, Hey, do you know how to do a silk press? Mm-hmm. Anybody know what a silk press is? Not the same as a keratin. Not the same. Completely he was like, uncles. yeah, he was like, yeah, come on in. We'll do a silk press. Oh no. <clears throat> and we sit down and, um, he was like, so what's a silk press? Oh my God. And I'm an idiot because I stay there and I'm not, a, I'm also not a hairstylist. So like, I'm kind of explaining to him what I think it is, but not, but he had like talked, I don't actually, I'm going to take that back. I think that he had talked to his boyfriend or something who also is a hairstylist and was like, what's a silk press. And then they like thought that it was, uh, uh, Brazilian and then looked it up and it wasn't whatever. Long story short, he's doing my hair and it sucks. Like he's not putting any chemicals or anything in it, Mm -hmm. but there is a way that people get a silk press done that you leave that salon and you look fly. You look fly. Your hair is straight. And I'm not saying that straight equals fly because I have also had horror stories getting my natural hair naturally done and leaving. And like, there was this one girl who did my hair and blew it out to shape it like an Afro shape. And my hair isn't like thick enough to blow it out. And it looks like an Afro kind of like falls flat, but she shaped it and then basically just like sprinkled some water on it. and was like, you're done. And I was like, this is what I'm supposed to look like. I left that place with my hair in a ponytail. And both times I, both of these experiences, I have left being like, I am paying a lot of money for this service and not leaving in the same way that a white girl leaves right? Yeah. or that a person with easier hair to deal with gets to leave. And it's such a sticky situation because I still paid them. Yeah. Cause I did still sit in their chair and let it happen. So there was this part of me that felt like, well, it's my responsibility because I could have left. I've had that same experience before. So I totally, I, I talking about like 
the difference between you know our hair and a person has an easier hair texture i went to um dry bar <laughs> cute why well i i mean so if i go to like my girl because my girl is like 150 dollars to like straight in trim all that stuff right nice i was like oh i just need like a little like do 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 like a little straightening so let me go to drive bar because it's 25 dollars <laughs> and you get what you paid for oh my god i i actually ended up documenting it like because i didn't know what was going to happen but like my hair usually takes about somebody who knows how to do my hair takes about like two hours i was fucking in this place <laughs> for at least four four so and a half long. Five hours so long because this and i and specifically when i made that appointment i specifically asked for somebody who knew how to do black hair oh all of our all, everybody knows how to do every hair <laughs> they don't they don't i can do it better i, I know i just said i'm not a hairstylist but like Dude, when this guy was doing my when he was like straightening my hair, he was like washing it, the part, the stage in the process where he's washing it. And when your hair is being like, you know, the knots are being pulled out, it feels yeah. like it like you can hear it in your ears. It sounds like Velcro. Yeah. It is the most cringe-worthy hair. And then yeah. you yeah. get I get so much anxiety. And yeah. I was hearing that. I was like, you better put some more conditioner in there. You better, <laughs> you better pull gently. Like there were gently. so many things. I was like, what is my hair going to look like yeah. leaving here? And I was so upset. I was mess. so upset when I left. I was so upset. Yeah. Well, the reason why I was like, I, I found some joy in it is because I, I ended up documenting it. And it was a yeah, great story. I wish I had. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is fantastic. <sighs> yeah. Like. It is. It is really frustrating. And, and, you know, there's a big movement, even for us as actors, right? There's like this huge movement on like on sets for yes. them to hire hairstylists who understand how to do black hair. And it's not easy. I'm not saying that that's an easy job, because when you say black hair, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Right. That like you and I sitting here. We have completely different hair textures, mm -hmm. right? but we both we both use extreme wet line. Extreme wet line. <laughs> come on, come on, give us some money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And, and like it's so funny though, because oh, wait, I have a question for you. For set, do you carry a hair kit with you to set? No. You don't? Oh, no, but I, here's the thing. I have, this is your episode. I'm telling, I feel like I'm telling all these horror stories. No, this is, I mean, my, it's our, it's our episode, baby. So I have two times in my life where I went natural. The first time I kind of blacked out about until the second time. Like when I went natural <laughs> most recently, I was like, oh yeah, I went natural in college yeah. for a hot minute. And there was, I remember there was a headshot session that I did and there was one picture that I liked and I used one picture because every other one I was like, oh, that hair. Um, but I will say Unfortunately, the reason that I felt so confident in keeping it for, I don't know, the few months that I did was because um, my boyfriend in college liked it. He liked it. He was like, I love it. And I look at pictures from there. I have like two pictures from there. And I remember being like, <gasps> like, I look at those pictures and I go, 
Who that told me that was a good idea? <laughs> Who told me? <laughs> it was so bad. Um, and but I had no idea what I was doing. So all of the things that I do now, I was like, I don't know. And that's why I stopped. That's why I stopped that journey. Um, but so that time, and also actually you said that when you did a keratin, your hair started falling out. And I feel like I started doing keratins after that. And since my hair was natural for a while, maybe that's why it wasn't so bad for me, mm, the keratin. Yeah, yeah, could be, yeah. Um, so I'd been doing keratin up until, you know, from that point in college up until um, uh, I lived in L.A. And the first big thing I ever booked, my hair was chemically straightened with keratin. Mm. But I was basically the token black girl in this show and they wanted to do my hair differently than all the white girls on the show so they curled it every single day that I was on set with a hot curler and then after so number one also on I look at pictures from there and I'm like that looks so bad. Mm -hmm. It looks so bad. And I remember hating it, but also there's this thing on set that I thought as a new actor was like, I can't tell you what to do with my hair. Like I'm the actor, you're the hairstylist. You do what you want to do for my hair hair for set. I have have never felt like I could have some, well, now I do, but then I didn't know that I could have agency and what I wanted my hair to look like, or to tell them that it looked bad or could look better or whatever. Anyway, Mm -hmm. it doesn't look good. Like it looks fine. Like, I I don't know if anybody would look at it and be like, that looks like shit, but Mm -hmm. I did. I, I would never have wanted to look like for my hair to look that way outside that set. And like, that's a show that people are going to see anyway. (laughs) When that season ended, my hair was also so dry Mm -hmm. and like it was falling out in places, not like from the root or anything, but it was bad. So that's when I decided to do like a big chop. I think actually during filming, I was reading a book, whatever the book that, uh, diva curl, the woman who, the woman who, uh, found a diva curl wrote a book and I was reading that book. And I think that that started like my base knowledge of how to work with it. Mm -hmm. And then I, and that's when I stopped. And so now I don't necessarily bring a kit with me, but I bring certain things that I think that I might need. And I also show up not with wet hair, but with freshly done hair. And a lot of times they just end up, you know, doing a little clip here, poof there, and then I'm ready. Yeah. I do the same thing. I, I, I've had too many times where I've shown up in a space of trust and Mm -hmm. I've like gotten shit on because they don't know how to do my hair. You know, so one time, yeah. um, I forget what show it was, but she was like, she's a white girl with like a- extensions in her hair. She was like, <laughs> Rhonda, I work part on- two. Right, Rhonda, part two. <laughs> and she was like, she she talked to me. I, she didn't talk to the other actors like this, but for some reason she felt like she w- wanted to talk to me like this. She was like, girl, I know how to do your hair. I worked on a lot of shows in Atlanta and I got this. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. 
all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got my, to myself, I didn't say this out loud. I was like, I got my hair kit in the, um, in my trailer. So let's just see what happens. Girl, girl. <laughs> I swear, like, I looked like, like, what, what's the, what's the lady's name from Color Purple? Like, Whoopi, like, Whoopi from the Color Purple. I, uh. I looked like I was about to do a Color Purple remake. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this what you got? This what you this what you oh this what you snapping for? That's what, what you, you do in Atlanta. Atlanta. Because that's why they brought you back here. Right? <laughs> I said, okay. Oh, she was like, don't look good. I was like, uh. <laughs> oh like, my yeah, goodness. Thank you. I went right back to my wow. trailer. I undid it and I redid it. And that that's what I went, that's what I shot with. Because yeah. I was like, I'm not, I'm not, no, like I'm not. And that from that point on, I literally just show up to set with my hair done. Yeah. And if they want to change it, like, cool. But so far, everybody's always like, oh, you look great. You know, like. Do you ever get it done and, like, turn in a receipt so you can get repaid? Because no, I know I that's a thing they do sometimes. Really? Like, if you pay somebody to do your hair or if you have, like, a hair girl or whatever. I know some people do that. I don't know. Um I don't know how it works, but the roles that I play, I because usually I'm playing like a cop or a you know like a like a blue collar type. Mm -hmm. I'm never really playing a character so far, like a character that except for I guess with How to Get Away with Murder, she was like you know, but her my, I just wore my afro. Um, but yeah, I'm always playing like that sort of like blue collar, so it never has to be like styled real super. Fancy. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. The past few times that I've been on set, I will show up with it away and then they have like fixed it and I don't love it, but I'm, but I just think to myself, well, I guess it's going to look better on camera. Cause there are plenty of times where I'm just like, I think my hair looks really good. And then I do a self tape and I'm like, that's what it looks like on camera. So then yeah. when somebody redoes it, for set I just am like okay well that yeah. just means that it's gonna look better on camera yeah nobody ever redoes my hair I think people are just afraid of my hair and I understand it <laughs> I get it my hair I'm not like, scared of your hair I know you're not scared I would get like, right in there let me tell you about your hair girl yeah um, well because the thing is like I get it on I get that there's so many things that we can do with our hair yeah. but there's also a way to just like wear it out and natural yeah. and yeah. make it look good and that's what i know how to do that's what i know how to do i know how to like do that i know how to do my little roles when i gotta play a cop i know how to do like mm -hmm. you know what i mean like mm -hmm. I, I know <laughs> i know how to do like my my basics but my hair is always just like out in a curly afro like it's always yeah. just like you know sometimes I'll, i'm starting to now like style it a little bit more was it you i think it was you no it was my friend april who like she saw my hair one day she's like oh you should do this and so now i started wearing my hair with like a little bang and a little like headband Ooh. And a in the back and it looks real cute and i'm like oh, yeah real have i seen a picture maybe i've seen a picture because it's ringing know. a bell i'm starting to wear it that way for like certain certain stuff like certain auditions and stuff like that just to yeah. see what happens you know um but yeah yeah man they i, I feel like um tv loves our hair texture though because like when i had my mm -hmm. weave in I wasn't booking anything like, Oh really? I booked, I booked nothing. Didn't you book Atlanta? Oh, that's true. Um, 
special. That's true. Y'all, Julianne always be booking and she <laughs> always be saying that she ain't be booking. She just named out how to get away with murder. I just had to remind her about Atlanta to massive shows, <laughs> but right, she don't ever right. be booking. You're right. 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 You're right, you're right. Let me remind um, you. You I fly. I fly, I fly, girl. I guess what I should say is that um, I started booking a lot more with my natural hair. Yeah, that's when like, <clears throat> like I, 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 I did book some with with my weaving, but like when I took that weave out and just went natural, like yeah. I booked like show after show after show. Yeah, just with and I and honestly, I think because with my weaving, I was very ethnically ambiguous. I don't think people yeah. knew what I was. Um, but when I have my natural hair, they're like, oh, she black. She good. <laughs> Do you ever think about straightening your hair? Um, uh, or getting uh, like a wig? Well, I do. I only straighten it when I have to get a trim. Um, but not really. I haven't had the need for it. Yeah. I haven't had the, I haven't had the need or the desire. I kind of like, I enjoy being a part of the sort of revolution, if you will, of nat of like making natural hair um, a part of the norm when it comes yeah. to TV. Like I, I, I want, I want to be a part of that. I think that's a part of my purpose is to make that, you know, a part of the norm that you can wear. We can wear our natural hair in any type of environment for any type of job, and it doesn't matter, you know. How do you feel about? Do you ever? Do you ever see women in film and television who have straight hair that's like very clearly been processed or very clearly is a wig and you're just like, let it go, girl? Yeah, you know what? Yes and no. Because I feel like for me, I'm just like to each their own. Like if that's mm -hmm. what's give, it's not, if that's what's making you work, do what like to me, mm -hmm. I don't think my hair defines me. Like our hair does not. What is not a song that's like um, who sung that song? Um, I am not my hair in the Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not my hair. Yeah, like mm -hmm. I, I honestly like really believe that, right? Like, do yeah. what works for you. Like, don't you like if if you are if you are out there and you are booking work and you are making that cash money, right? Don't fuck up your bag just to have some natural hair. Like, do what works for you. Do what like get, like makes life easier for you. Right. So is this something that you grew into or when you were back in the day looking at yourself and being like, I hate myself, were you still not your hair? Oh, back then. Oh, yeah. I'm a completely different person. Back yeah. then, I wish I had like I wish I had my sister's hair. You yeah. Because like her hair was so much easier to handle. Like I, don't, I never wanted like, quote unquote, white girl hair. Um, although sometimes I like wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, I wish I just had that hair that just like flew, flew like <laughs> easily. Sometimes I just make fun of myself because I like my hair is like sticking up straight and I'm like trying to like whip it back and I'm like, oh, <laughs> no hair flip here. No, no hair flip here. I'm like, whatever man I end up being with, he's got to deal with like that. <laughs> Also, whatever man I end up dealing with needs to deal with like getting scared of spiders everywhere and then realizing that it's just my hair. It's just my hair. I did that happen to me yesterday. I was like, <laughs> what is that? I like, I got, I like, closer and I was like, oh, that's just my hair. <laughs> All day. All day. But yeah, so like, I think back in the day, yeah, I w but I mean, back in the day, I was also. I had a lot of um, low self-worth issues too. So like, yes, it was my hair, but it was also like, even if I had like the perfect hair back then, I don't know if I would, 
I, if I, I don't know if I'd still call myself beautiful because I was in a low, really low self-worth um, yeah. space. Like I, 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 like, I feel like for so much of my life, that's where I, I, I was um, consciously. And so I think doing the work, yes, part of it is like doing that inner work of, you know, finding value in yourself and, and knowing that you are worthy and you are deserving. Mm -hmm. um, and I think a big part of that was embracing my hair and embracing yeah. what naturally came out of my head. That's what works for me. Mm -hmm. That's what like makes me thrive, but that's not going to be the same case for everybody. You know what yeah. I mean? Like some, my, I got a girl, um, April, she's beautiful. She loves her wigs. She, yeah. her hair is like natural underneath, but like she loves her. And you know what though? Th them wigs be booking her so much work. Yeah. Like, that's why I'm like, I need, queen. let me, let me call April real quick. You know I, I don't mean? know her, but I, oh, Hey, April, I'm about to call coach. you because she, she, I need <laughs> I need some direction with yeah. like what wigs I know that I want a wig, but also wigs are so expensive. If you're going to get a good it. one, yeah. they're so expensive. The uh, so many things are so expensive. Don't so many things are so expensive. It's frustrating. Like I will say like along the self-worth journey that I feel like most people go through at some point in their lives. Um, I have never looked at myself and felt better than I do today. I think that there's a big part of that. That is just that I, I do like my hair. Um, and it's taken some time and the right products to like it more and be able to deal with it more. It takes so long to do my hair one out of like one or every one or two weeks. And that to me is way less time than it used to take when I was straightening every day yeah. and redoing my buns every day to make it look like it was the messy bun, but like perfectly placed messy. <laughs> and I had to do it like four or five or six different times sometimes. Yeah. And then put like clips in it to make it like yeah. just so messy. Um, I don't take that time anymore to do my hair. I don't need to. It just, I wake yeah. up, I throw it up or throw it down, put some water in it. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I'm saving all of this time and energy to put into other things. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy to me thinking about how much effort I put into yeah. looking like a certain thing or right. other people. And now when I'm just me, it's so much more convenient. Yeah, and I think about like all the pain that my head went through with like and yeah. not a knock to like weaves or anything, like do you boo-boo. But like how much pain it was to like sit there for four hours and get my hair braided because I have I have a tender scalp, right? So like mm -hmm. get my hair braided and then you can't sleep at night because it's so tight and like mm -hmm. you gotta pat, 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 it's <laughs> itchy, you gotta put a comb through it because it's itchy. All these things that we do to try to fit into this norm. Yeah. And for what? Like, why am I doing, wh why was I doing that? I was doing yeah. that because I didn't, I felt like that's what the world wanted to see. I think it did back then. Perhaps. Yeah. And that sucks. It sucks. I, it, I, it sucks. Yeah. But I think now that's why for me, for me, I am such an advocate for myself being in the roles that I play and the jobs that I have to have natural hair, because I want to make it, I want natural hair to be a norm. I mm -hmm. want people to watch shows and be like, not be, you know, because I've heard before, you know, like, oh, you know, she should straighten her hair. She's, she's got this, um, you know, she's got like a political job. Her hair doesn't look right being natural. It should be straight or she should like have it in a certain style. And it's like, what the fuck? That's her hair. 
Mm-hmm. That's her hair. So whether it's dreaded or like, or locks, I should say, dreaded is another <clears throat> word that's like, you know, we're trying to get away from locks hair, right? Um, like, I want, I want us to, as as women of color, I want us to be in a place where we can wear our hair the way we want to wear our hair and it be perfectly acceptable. Mm-hmm. Or you can have braids or you can have a fro and still be the attorney, the doctor, yeah, the exactly. scientist, yeah. the insert really smart person who has really right. cool hair. Right. Exactly. Exactly. What and do you for, think about not be an exception, right? Like, yes. For it to yeah. be like, a rule. It to like, be like normal. Normal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think about white people with locks? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess the question is why? Like, I, you know what? Like, I feel like that's, it would be for me, it would be such an individual question to that white person. Like, why? Like, why did you choose to do this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, why? <laughs> well, I guess I like, I always hesitate because for some people, there is a why, I guess. There, there's got to be a why. I and a why. yeah. And but like, it's not necessarily a bad why. And it's also not necessarily in my business just because just like straightening my hair mm-hmm. wasn't like because, you know, like- theoretically, me straightening my hair was culturally appropriating because I wanted it to true. look like a cute white girl's hair. This is true. Yeah, I don't know. It's almost more. I, I, the, so I don't know if this is right or wrong, but whatever. Like, there's also there's a part of my heart that feels like, oh, that's wrong. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I don't. There's a part of my heart that doesn't like it, but uh, but I also have to be like, you know, I, I I try to be more accepting and like tolerable of like people because, like you said, like everybody has their why, and I understand the sort of connection to locks people might have. Like my uncle, for example, my family's Jamaican. And I swear to you, my uncle had like all his head was bald and he literally had two locks hanging down the back <laughs> of his head <laughs> like a fucking tail. And so but he never wanted to cut it. He finally cut it like a week ago, but like for years he never wanted to cut it. So I understand like whether you're white or whatever, you probably have some. I don't know, some attachment to them, mm-hmm. but I think for me, it's always the question of why. Like, yeah. why are you doing it? Are you do, like, is it just to be cool or like, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. That's not a great answer, but. I think that is a great answer. Cause I feel like there isn't necessarily an answer. I think that the, a lot of people are very opinionated about it. And I don't, I don't think that it's fair to necessarily project onto every right. person who isn't black and honestly, like really who isn't Jamaican, right. who has <laughs> dreads to be like, that's wrong. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting what we deem as right or wrong, you know, like hair, right? Like mm-hmm. it's hair, it's hair and it has hair has all this responsibility, but it's just this thing that grows out of our head, but it carries so much weight. It's so, it's fascinating to me. It does. It yeah. really carries so much weight. It does. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I feel like at the root of anything that carries weight, it is 
the weight is survival. Like if you, if you, if you get down to every single fear that you have, it's like the fear that you're going to die. Right. So everything has these stakes that you're like, if I don't have pretty hair, then nobody's going to think I'm pretty. And then nobody's going to marry me. Then I'm not going to procreate. And then I'm going to die alone because I'm going to fall in my shower. Nobody's going to be there. (laughs) (laughs) And it's all because of my hair. Isn't that it though? It's, yeah. That's it. That's it. It's all about being accepted. And if I'm not accepted, then I will die alone. <laughs> I'm all in my shower <laughs> and I will die alone. <laughs> That's exactly it. So everyone, that is why I got a weave. <laughs> Rhonda was Rhonda. your, Girl, you know, your security. I, like, I was cleaning out my, um, like, because I, I moved into this new apartment re- uh, at the beginning of the pandemic and I was like cleaning something out the other day and I found Rhonda. <laughs> Hi, like, wait, Rhonda was a weave. Rhonda was a weave, but I had put her in a, uh, I guess I was having a hard time letting go. I put, I put you that, kept her. I put that girl in a Marshall's bag, like in a Marshall's <laughs> plastic bag. <laughs> Uh, and I was like, what is this? Oh my like, god. Oh, hey, <laughs> hey, how you doing? Oh my god. Man, I I she to- was like, you want a hair flip real quick? You want a hair flip real quick? Oh, Rhonda and I used to like wash, like, I used to take it out and I would like wash it piece by piece and then lay it out on the towel. So oh my goodness. Dry. Wait, she was a clip-in? She didn't no, even. No, no, no. She was a sew-in. She was a sew-in. Oh, and you just reused her all those times? Oh, That's I how mean, you do it? I mean, I have not... a new one. She was always called Rhonda. Like every, <clears throat> every sort of like three months I would get new because like you'd it would also shed so you have to get yeah more, you know but yeah like every three months i would just buy a new pack and then my um my my weavist <laughs> she'd like put in you know new weave in there and yeah i had a weave once my aunt got me a weave for my birthday one year and I, it's my junior pictures oh my god in high cute. school and i never named her but she was cute what would you name her? What would you name her if you had to give her a name right now? Honestly, I probably would name her Crystal because that was <laughs> what my band director always like called me for some reason. She you Crystal? Not, I don't know. I feel like I rem- maybe it's a memory I made up because <laughs> I feel like I do make up a lot of memories. But for some reason, I feel like Mr. Jerry, shout out if you're listening, always like said something about me being like my alter ego is Crystal or something. So I feel like it would be, it would be that. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. She was cute. She, uh, she that we and I and actually that's a time when I have a lot of pictures because mm. I liked myself, I guess. And the funny thing is, I was getting relaxers and stuff then. But in case you don't know this, your hair relaxers basically kill your hair. They like yeah. stunt the growth. So yeah. my hair never. And honestly, like in retrospect, they're not cute. Like. Oh. My hair, first of all, never grew. Secondly, I would put up in a ponytail and then it wouldn't move in the ponytail. <laughs> it would just be this like, oop. <laughs> so like not cute at all. When I got this weave, I was like, oh, oh wow. Oh. How, where is the wind? Hey. Let me check up on it real right, quick. Right, right. Oh, that weave, right? <laughs> yes. I was like, yes. Say. Yes. I remember that. Yeah. You feel so fly. You feel so pretty. Yes. I was like, I could be in a music video. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I would name her I, Crystal, I, I guess. I remember one time, I remember I used to uh, volunteer um, 
with like kids at like kids shelters and special needs homes and stuff like that. I remember I went to some kids shelter once with Rhonda and there's this little black girl. She was in love with me, in love. And like we were playing and singing songs, she's sitting on my lap and then she like put her hand in my hair and she was like, that's fake. <laughs> The look of disappointment. She was so upset. She was so upset. Oh my goodness. She was so upset. I was I felt like wow. I deceived her. I was, <laughs> well, never- you must disclose. <laughs> Rhonda must disclose her presence. I am sorry, little six-year-old girl. I oh my goodness. You. Wow. You did not look at me the same after that. Okay. Perfect segue into people touching. Our hair. <sighs> I yeah. Before and natural, before and after the natural wave. Wave. Yeah. Before and after the natural wave. It's always been a problem. Always a problem. And I, I used to have so much anxiety with dating when I had my weave in because I, I knew that people thought that it was real because a, it, I had a really good weave and also like. Like I said, like I look very ethnically ambiguous with it. Mm-hmm. So people thought it was like everybody would talk to me in Spanish. Like everybody thought I was Dominican. <laughs> like constant. I would get Puerto Rican a lot. I'm like, no, sorry, papi. <laughs> <laughs> and so like my no biggest, siento. No siento. Um, and so I, w- my biggest fear would be like in dating and like having a guy like be making out with a guy like kissy kissy and then him putting his hand at the back of my neck and like yeah. feeling that it's a oh death God. oh just kill me just <laughs> fucking kill me and so i used to um when i like was on dating apps and stuff one of my things would be like it's a weave like i would just tell them <laughs> like, that's funny that is that's gold it's a weave it's a weave Wow. Like there's no surprises. Yeah. I mean, back to the survival thing, though. It's like, if anybody makes out with me ever, I will die. I will die. If they find <laughs> just out, the end die. of the world. If you put your hair, your hand in my hair. Um, I feel that you can't touch my hair, whether I like you or not, because yeah. you don't know how to touch it, especially yeah. now. Like, I don't even touch my hair. That is like the golden rule of growth and anti-frizz is to not touch your hair. hair. So I don't touch my hair. You can't touch my hair. Don't touch it. Don't touch. Like we talked about before, like that fetish thing, like it quite often feels like, ooh, like what is this magical thing on your head? You know what I mean? Like it feels very... I don't know. Like, I feel like invasive, like invasive. Yes. Objectifying. Yeah. Yeah. It feels very objectifying. Like I'm some like weird thing. And it's, I feel like people who don't have our hair texture will probably, or or don't have hair. That's like, quote unquote, other Mm -hmm. will, will never understand this. It's such a, it makes me feel so icky. Yeah, and people are like, "Oh, let me touch your hair," or not even when, and, and, and fuck that when they don't even ask and they just like, "Oh, your hair is so pretty," and they put, yeah, like, don't put your fucking hands in my in my hair. <laughs> there, I mean, the thing is, people, I understand now that people really do appreciate my hair. Um, yeah, but that I, I still don't want you to touch it. I still don't want you, to and touch I'm, it. and I'm not like 
offended necessarily all the time. It, there's, there is an approach in which somebody might touch my hair and that, and I will be offended because it is the objectifying type. But on the other hand, I'm like, I don't feel like I need to feel bad for telling you don't touch my hair because you're my friend. And I used to, I used to be like, Oh, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Right. But like survival, just, because if they get mad at yeah. like they're you know, yeah. Yeah. So and like, how dare you get mad at me for not being allowed to touch my hair? Right. Um, but the thing is, like, there is this sort of like approach that's because I remember the first time I asked you to touch to touch your hair. I mean, I don't not that I ask all the time, but I remember we were outside yeah. walking Luigi you and were you like- were talking to me about how wet it still was. And yeah. We were talking about products and stuff, and I was like, "Can I touch it?" And it wasn't like because I wanted like touch her. No, it was truly because yeah. I was like, "Let me see what to tell you but to do." But see, that's the difference we're talking about. It's like, yeah. is it a fetish? Is it are you objectifying me, or are you like, a you were trying to help me, you know? And B, I feel like when it's a black girl asking, I don't get offended for mm-hmm. some reason. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's just like a mutual understanding. But yeah, black women don't ask to touch each other's hair. Period. They don't. We don't. We don't do it. Yeah. But, so like, it's it's just a, it's a different energy altogether. Yeah. Like, it's not. It's not I, I will say there was this one audition that I went to, and everybody looked the same, obviously, and had the same hair. And a couple of us were in the bathroom, and we were like. We were like touching each other's hair, but it's like, it's this thing of like, oh, yours is soft or yours is crunchy. Yours is fluffy. And then you like, you're like, that's what I want my hair to be like. So let me touch it and let me ask you questions about it. Right. And that's completely, it's a completely different thing. That's like connection. That's like camaraderie. That's like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like that's, that is what it feels like to be an other and now I'm in a, the same space with other people who feel like other and we can mm-hmm. connect and communicate yeah. and help each other. Right. So different than somebody being like, oh, your hair's so cool. Can you yeah. Imagine? Yeah. And then honestly, like in the case of romance, at some point when you get past the fact that you're not going to die if somebody touches your hair when <laughs> they love you, then scarf, it, it's intimacy, just like it is with anybody else. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wow. No, Full circle. Right. Yeah, queen. Yes, queen. Queen with the crown of curls. We are all queens with crowns. We are all queens with crowns. And it don't matter if your hair is natural, that natural crown, a, a Rhonda crown, a crystal crown. It <laughs> We're all queens with crowns. It. I love it. <laughs> what does your sweatshirt say? Oh, my sweatshirt <clears throat> says, um, black is beautiful. And it has like yes, affirmation. It is determined successful it says empowered triumphant go marshalls i got this from marshall <laughs> i think it was like what yeah. do you want to plug in terms of hair products i want to plug extreme wet line um, extreme extreme wet line, wet line. um I, I, they like that transformed my hair i gotta say um mm-hmm. so now like i mean it's it's so interesting because i used to use and i and i still like like these brands but i don't use them because i don't need to but i was using like carol's daughter and like um shea moisture those types because those those are you could also find that at marshall's but um before you told me about tjn the the deep hair conditioner i was already using their leave-in and i also found that they have a like what is it called like a 
moisture food or whatever, something like that. It's it's a part of that that, that deep care line, um, the the repair care line that they have. Mm -hmm. um, so I love TGIN, and um, I love their moisture butter. I love their um, their repair butter, and I use that. And then I have been using um, Aunt Jackie's Aunt Jackie's leave-in conditioner. Um, also from Marshall's and um, the extreme wet line and that's it like I put the leave-in conditioner the moisture butter and then I will I'll do that in the shower and then when I get out of the shower I just style it with the extreme wet line and boom bada bing bada boom bada bing boom. bada boom 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 I'm like look Sco right slide. right I'm like, that's all I need. I don't need all these. I mean, the the the, the product. I was spending so much money on products. So much. Now I oh. need to. <clears throat> I have been wanting a Dyson hair dryer forever. <laughs> they are so expensive. Yeah. But shout out Ashley Curls LA uses it, mm -hmm. and every time I go there, I look so good, and I know that. Just in the same way that going curly has saved so much time, going curly with that mm. is going to go at like when I finally get it, mm. it's going to be a game changer because your yeah. hair dries like that and it dries exactly the way really? that it looks with no poof, no fluff. You have to fluff it. And I just, I feel like all of us deserve a Dyson hair dryer. If we want try. one, because I feel like every time I use a hair dryer, it just no matter what product I put in it, my hair. Well, it's the out. it's the diffuser. It's the yeah. I mean, diffuse with the diffuser. What like my hair just like even with the that's why I just let it air dry mm -hmm. because like even with the diffuser, my hair just puffs out and yeah. I, I haven't I haven't like learned that skill yet. Um, so I'll just let it air dry and then which takes all day. Yeah, um, but once it gets to like a certain type of air dry where I can start to feel it like crunch. I'll take some um oil mm -hmm. and just like scrunch. That's probably so so the oil you have to wait until it is like completely dry. Yeah. See, most of the time that won't work. It doesn't and happen. I completely agree with you. Yeah. My hair my hair will stay wet all day. Like I it literally stays wet all like I will have to, have to sometimes blow dry my hair at night. Just yeah. So that it's not like sopping wet before I put my headscarf on. It's so wild. that's why I have to use the diffuser because yeah. I will go out into the world with like wet, shaggy hair if I don't. You need to teach me how to use the diffusion. <clears throat> diffusion. I will. Because I, I feel like every time I do it, my hair looks like a hot mess and I just end up. Do you have one? Down again. Yeah. Okay, great. So wine night, hair night. Let's make our next. Uh, <gasps> Let's make our next wash day a hair a uh, wine night. Let's do it. Yes. Let's do it, Queen. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Perfect. So I feel like all 17 of my listeners are going to love this episode <laughs> and want to know where to find you ah, next. Next. Well, well, I mean, you can on the socials, me. but also she's in so much, you guys. She's a star. Oh, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> no. um, my socials are just uh, Instagram, Julian underscore Irons. And my Twitter is Julian Irons 8. Just look for Julian Irons. I'm the, literally the only one on there. Um, <laughs> but that's where I'm at. And then um, if they don't cut me out, I have a commercial that'll be pl for, with uh, Planet Fitness. And that should be airing during the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And then I have a Toyota commercial that I shoot, um, not this week, but the next, but next week. 
so that should be out uh, in February as well. Got him. Got to make that national network money, baby. Got it. Look, I ain't trying to fuck up my bag. Let me get that money, baby. <laughs> get my money. Let me get Still my money. Still got my money. Hey. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this. I love you to the moon. I love you too, baby. Thank you for listening to the Pink Salt Podcast. Pink Salt is hosted, edited, and produced by me, Jacqueline Chantel. Sound production by Dev Daly and graphics by Alyssa Donaldson. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. See you next week.